Welcome to Will It Game, the podcast about creating crappy board games from one board family. I'm your host, Ryan Gutowski, joined as always by... Rick White and Ryan, you know, behind this curtain little glimpse here, your power just went out. And so we're, we're recording right after that. And I want you to know that wasn't a storm. That was me. I'm bringing the thunder, Ryan. That is me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's me trying oh. to be intimidating. And I think that's, that's what... funny. So that's why I, that's why I went with it. <laughs> that's why I saw that on the uh, on the weather report. Nice. Yeah. Nice. You're doing good work Columbus, out there. Georgia, Rick. Be careful. Rick White is bringing the thunder. Nice. Nice. Yeah. All right, Rick, are you ready to pitch to our guest judge, Gil Hova, of Formal Ferret Games? Uh, you know, I'm close. I'm close. Actually, you're okay. looking at the sheet. You can tell I'm not, but we can continue. You're not. You're not. So, <laughs> Gil, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing as well as can be expected. Okay, good. So you actually have been showing off some games uh, just recently. You were doing some things with Gen Con Online, and you've been showing off some of your games. Why don't you tell us about it? Sure. Uh, I have High Rise, which recently came out in the beginning of July. Uh, that is a strategy game where the players are all uh, wealthy moguls constructing skyscrapers, and you go around a one-way track uh, trying to build tall buildings and gain corruption, but not too much corruption. Mm. Uh, and I also have, uh, in December, I should be shipping this one to backers, is the Rival Networks, which is the two-player version of the networks. It's the networks yes. specifically for two players. Uh, and yes. then finally, late this year, I will have Weird Stories, uh, which is my storytelling RPG, where weird things happen, but we never know exactly why they're happening. And the last thing I have is check-in cards, which isn't a game. It's a tool that you play before you start a game to just get a sense of where everybody's head is. That's awesome. So uh, I actually got an opportunity. My wife and I got an opportunity to play um, Rival Networks against Patrick Hillier of uh, Punchboard Media. So we really, really dug the game. We Aaron and I love um, the networks, and Rick actually loves the networks too. We actually played it for our very first time all together in Atlanta. And um, just Rival Networks is so solid. Thank it, you. It, condenses the game down into a a just-for-two-player game, and it's real good. It's that you feel that tug of back and forth, and you're like, I think I can edge this person out, but you're not sure. So, very good game. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. And you know, as a person, I'm just really, really accustomed to weird stories. So <laughs> I think we're going to be kind of on the same page with that one pretty quickly. Very cool. <laughs> Do you remember, uh, Gil, do you know, uh, or Gil and Rick, do you all remember a uh, TV show in the 80s called Erie, Indiana? Yes. Raise a bell. Okay. Erie, Indiana. Look it up if you are hearing this for the first time. Look up Erie, Indiana. It was in the late, 90, late 80s, I believe, or early 90s. It was about this kid who moved to Erie, Indiana, and all kinds of weird crap happened, and they could never figure out why. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty cool Pretty cool little glimpse of my childhood. I'm cool. going to say it was 90s because I remember it. And if it was late oh, 80s, I true. was barely aware of, you know, things. It probably was like 91, 92. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, Gil, we've got a question for you, just like we have questions for all of our guests. In one, using one word, how would you describe your family? How would I describe my family? 
using one word. When you say my family, what do you mean? Because I live with uh, my girlfriend. Do you mean my immediate family or do you mean my girlfriend and her ferrets? Girlfriend and ferrets. Let's go with that. Um, I would say sleepy. Very, mm, very okay. sleepy, I think is the word that will apply to all four of us. All right. Sleepy. That's a good that's a good word. That's a good word. So I feel pretty sleepy today. So all right, Rick, are you ready to throw down? You know, um I think so. Like maybe. I would like for you to go first, but I think we should introduce our theme for the week before we yes. jump into these pitches. So these two pitches are going to revolve around the theme of ferrets because Gil Gil owns formal ferret games. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm worried about you having more knowledge about ferrets than we could ever have. So we'll see how this goes. Yeah. Now, Rick, you're you're sure not going to go first? I thought like Tropical Storm Rick was going to barrel Mm. into the area. Well, I like to lure you into a sense of security and think that I've passed over and then I change (laughs) course and I come right back at you. With a so this is the eye of the hurricane perished. right here. Yes, right you're now. in the eye of the hurricane. Slash, <laughs> I have to put some finishing touches on my pitch, so go ahead. Oh, jeez. <laughs> this is going to go well. Yeah. So, Gil, I'm no ferret expert, but I do know that these little mammals love to travel through tubes. They wiggle their elongated torsos into any tube that they can find. This game is a tile-laying game where each player is given a ferret cage with five curious ferrets looking for adventure. Players start with a hand of three tiles, and this will be a tile-laying game in uh, in the vein of uh, Suro or something like that, where you're going to be putting tiles out, and it's going to depict different shapes. So you'll have straight tubes, you'll have elbows, you'll have 240-degree turns, you'll have T-shaped junctions and other types of tiles. On a player's turn, you can choose a total of three actions, and these actions will include placing a tile from your hand into an open tube end. This can happen on your own cage or onto a player's cage, so you could actually sabotage by maybe turning a tube, uh, making a tube maybe go an elbow and kind of taking them out of their out of where they want to go. You can pick up new tube tiles from the five that are available in the center of the tile, and then they get refilled after your turn. Or you can move a ferret through a section of tubes. If you move your own ferret, you'll move them two spaces. If you move another player's ferret, you can only move them one space. So you have to be strategic about when you move your opponent's ferrets. The goal is to connect your cages through a network of tubes to the cage in the middle of the table which has the most happening ferret party that's ever existed. No one has ever been to a ferret party like this ferret party. Let's just say there are disco balls. Players will backstab one another and making their opponent's network of tubes more difficult and more convoluted. And efficiency is the name of the game in my game called Risky business oh that's good there we go excellent points for the pun so uh gil would you explain to our audience why risky business is a good title yes just as you have a flock of seagulls or a pack of wolves you have a business of ferrets there we go this listen you can't just throw that out and not mention tom cruise like how do you there's going to be a tom cruise ferret there's i mean you're gonna tell you're gonna look at the ferret you're gonna be like oh that's definitely it's just wearing a button-up shirt and no pants 
Yeah, and then you look, and there's Tom Selleck right next to him. You can tell by the mustache. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. So, so uh, Gil, do you have any questions for Risky Business? So, uh, I'm trying to envision the points where you mm-hmm. move an opponent's ferret one space. Um, like, are there things on specific tiles that, like, I don't want your ferret, my ferret to move on this tile. Maybe you move them down the wrong junction. Is that it? Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. So if you move them down the wrong junction, they're now going to waste time having to turn their ferret back around. Mm-hmm. So, because uh, you're going, it, let's say, let's say the person stopped right before a junction that was available, that would take them the opposite direction of the party cage or straight up in, toward the party cage. On my turn, I could use that turn to move their ferret one space, move them along, and then maybe even use one of my addition, one of my other three actions to move them one more space. So now they're getting further away from the goal, and then also other players at the table are going to be able to backstab each other and things like that. I thought that numbering them, moving your own ferret two spaces is kind of almost like a recovery option. You're going to be able to kind of get yourself back on track a little quicker, but it's going to be an annoyance because you have to waste that action point. Oh, so every space you move is an action point. So, yeah. So if you're moving the ferret one, uh, one tile, that is one action point. I see. Okay. And then on your turn, if you're moving your own ferrets, you actually get a two for one. Okay. Oh, so, so when you say two for one, you do one action, you can move it two tiles? If it's your own ferret, If it's yes. your own ferret. Got it. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah and uh, ferrets in reality have no problems turning around in a tube. It's pretty amazing to watch. Yeah. Uh, and they do have ferret tube braces if you uh, look them up mm. on YouTube. Uh, and the main wait, challenge... Wait, wait, wait. Is that a wordplay? YouTube or... Oh, very nice. I didn't I, even I tried I tried to I tried the social network, I tried the YouTube, I tried a lot of things <laughs> with the tubes. That's why I went with risky business. So. That's a that's a that's a good one though. No, seriously, if you look at YouTube, no pun intended, uh and search for ferret tube races, you will find a bunch of really adorable races. And the big issue with these competitors uh is getting distracted, you know, because the whole mm. idea with these tube races, they put in these obstacles, which are just distractions. Yeah. Um because ferrets have such tiny attention spans, they'll see something shiny and be like, ooh, what's this? And totally forget that there's this exciting yeah. tube that they're gonna go through. Um see I thought you were gonna say one issue is HGH, but the, no, no, the, no, no jacked up ferrets. Uh, no, the last <laughs> time I heard of the tube, jacked the up last, ferrets is my band name. The last uh, time I heard about that kind of thing is apparently uh, Brazil, someone in Brazil was selling uh, ferrets on HGH and trying to pass them mm. off as poodles. <laughs> <laughs> it was really strange, kind of sad, of course, also. It's but a, anyway, um, uh, you don't need to call the cage in the middle a party cage uh you just say it has the best kibble because ferrets okay. are very kibble okay. motivated um nice i'd also like to see it from a game design point of view little uh every tile having some special feature like you land on here and maybe you can go an extra space you know some reason hmm. you may yeah. want to like yeah. hop onto this tile making it more valuable some of the tiles as they roll out oh man yep. i really got to use that action point to pick up that tile yep, yep. that makes sense yep and there is one special thing uh, that I'd like to see in this, but I'm not going to tell you yet because I don't want Rick to slip it into his pitch. So That's I'll true. mention it after sure. Rick's pitch. Okay. Is it my turn? It's your turn. Oh, I'm watching ferret races. So oh my let me goodness. pause don't that get real distracted. Quick. Sorry. 
I mean, well, I mean brought it, it up on subject, you know, yeah, you know. Yeah. All right, it got me motivated. Okay, so, um, so now today I, I'm having a rough day. I'm feeling very rough about this. Like I'm tropically depressed now. But, uh, turn mm. off the, you, you know, but um, but I feel also like I'm doing what Ryan normally does, which is I'm basing my game pitch off of a of pun, a bad pun. Um, I'm ripping off another game. And I think it's going to be worse than the other person's pitch. So I should win. So let's see how this goes. Um, so my game is called Ferrets. F-A-I-R dash R-E-T-S. All right. Ferrets. Yeah. So lean into the pun just like Ryan does. And then we keep going. All right. So you you are a bunch of, you are putting on a county fair, but it's a county fair that appeals to ferrets. Okay. And so you will be setting up attractions uh, on your turns which cost you money but will also give you the option of earning money over the course of game and of course um there will be adorable ferret themed artwork throughout the game so there's going to be like that toss you do into the fish bowls except you're going to have certain fish bowls will be filled with ferrets who have decided to take a nap inside the fish bowl mm-hmm. um you've also got ski ball but there's a ferret asleep at the bottom of the machine so like the ball doesn't ever really get out um <laughs> you've also got um you know, if you you've got some rides, of course, um, little mazes of tubes and spinning tubes and many more things involving tubes. Um, and then also, of course, uh, toys on strings. Um, there's just this, you know, how they have the swings that go around at most fairs. This is just going to have little toys at the end of instead of swings and ferrets just sit underneath it and try to catch them. Um, hmm. And then uh, you'll also have fair food, but it's, of course, ferret food. Um, now, when I looked up, I like to do research. And when I looked up ferret food, um, it was all just like <laughs> PetSmart and stuff was coming up. So I couldn't figure out much more than that. So I just put fried pellets. That's all I got going for you <laughs> to try to cross the fair theme with ferrets. Um, and so you'll build up your fair each round and there will be groups of ferrets that come out um, and they'll be attracted to certain components of your fair. Um, and when they're attracted to those, you'll get money to buy more attractions the next round. And you'll do this over five rounds, and whoever has the um, most uh, money at the end of the fair, because that's what fairs are all about, uh, wins the game. And that is fair rents. Okay. I would, I would, my the first thing I would build is, of course, the ferret wheel. The ferret. Yeah. Oh, good work. How can you missed that, Rick. Come on. You know what? Things are. A little Things crazy not over here. Today. <laughs> yeah, they well. are. They are pretty, pretty bad. Day. Okay, so first thing, my girlfriend and I have this um, little thing where, uh, in the world of ferrets, they don't really understand the concept of money. Uh, like when we play talk to our ferrets and we pretend that they're talking back uh, in our little universes, um, ferrets don't understand the concept of money, but they do understand right. the concept of food. Mm. So uh, to them, uh, all money is kibble so gotcha. uh when we're going off to work it's we have to go to earn our kibble that's that's the mm. thing we're going to the kibble factory uh so what i would look for is to have all the food stands also be banks in some way oh. you know that's the that, that would be the ferret way because that's that's how they do it um it sounds like a ferret embezzlement scheme like yeah just, all there's money in the in the ferret kibble stand <laughs> Now, and you know, normally I'm not that into, as you know, as a player, I'm not that into games where you steal. Um, Ryan was talking about backstabbing, but I forgot to mention this during game. 
honestly, Ryan, your game sounded more like front stabbing than backstabbing. You know, it's not like yeah, yeah. making promises to someone and then betraying them. That's backstabbing them. Well, front stabbing That's them true. is just being aggressive make, against them. Uh, you and, make eye contact while you put the knife. Yes, <laughs> yes, yeah. You're you're stabbing them in the chest instead. Yes. So, um, uh, and you know, I don't normally go for those kinds of games, but as you may or may not know, ferret is actually Latin. It comes from the Latin. It means a uh, little thief because uh, ferrets yeah. usually steal things like they steal wallets, they steal glasses, they steal anything that they think is interesting and they hide it. They have a little, my ferrets have a little area where they hide all the, their plunder. Uh, so having games, having some underhanded play, uh, I think is a necessity in a ferret game uh, because mm-hmm. they are into stealing and things like that. So I thematically, I would expect to see some stealing in your game, Rick. Um, um, well, we, we can kind of give it like a cross between a fair, a fair and a carnival. So we could easily go carnivals are like, to me, like the dark version of a fair, yeah. uh, but there's just a seedy underbelly feeling always when you're at a carnival. So yep. of course at the, you know, at the goldfish toss, um, it's totally rigged. Um, yep. so, you know, and then, uh, at the ski ball, like I said, the balls can't go down, so you can't win. So, mm-hmm. um, so there, there you go. There's your thieving. Um, yep. Also, maybe what it is, is that on another part of the ski ball, the ferrets are like stealing or like running across the little ramp to grab the ball and then run away as it's yep. rolling up the ramp. Yep. Yep. Um, another thing about ferrets, this is sort of the um, one of the downsides to owning ferrets is they do have really tiny digestive systems. So they'll eat, mm. and then that thing that happens after eating only takes a few hours to happen. And they're mm. very, shall we say, productive. Uh, so mm-hmm. that's what I was thinking in your pitch, Ryan, is some of the um, uh, some of the tubes would be, shall we use the word, degraded? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so you could do your business on a tube, and uh, okay. that would prevent another ferret from going through it. That would, like But you'd that. only get so many shots until you go eat some kibble, and... Uh, then hmm. maybe there's a delay, maybe there isn't. And Rick, maybe there's uh, there's something in there uh, for your, your pitch also. Uh, of course, ferrets prefer to go in corners, so maybe work that in also, that if you have a corner, that's there, there's going to be some action in that corner, shall we, shall we yeah. say. I think so, this is like the most educational episode we've ever had. <laughs> like, I feel like we should say sponsored by Zoo Books. Like, I yeah, mean, I think yeah, we definitely. really need to let the people know that you're learning. Yeah. Yeah, I think the most important ferret fact that I have, which doesn't really apply for either of your games, but while we have a captive audience, is that ferrets are domesticated animals. They're not wild. They cannot survive in the wild. At least the ferrets uh, that people adopt as pets. Uh, yeah. There, There is an animal called the American black-footed ferret that is a completely different animal. It's indigenous to North America instead of Europe, which is what our ferrets are indigenous to. Uh, and those are a total... That's like comparing a house cat to a tiger. They're They're totally different animals. I generally do make that comparison. So yeah, yeah, all the time. Okay, so uh, so that's uh, so Rick. Yeah, I I like your idea as well. Um, I think there's um, there's some cool things that you can do, especially a lot of nice art opportunities in that. I, I'm seeing like a real airbrushed, um, fleshed out style to that, mm. that's, with a lot of beige and green in the in the palette. I like it. Yeah, yeah, we'll totally go that direction if it makes you happy. <laughs> Mine's going to be very colorful with different colored, uh, different colored uh, tubes and things like that. I was even thinking about a bonus if uh, some sort of like bonus for speed. Maybe if you uh, group three tubes together, maybe they can go one extra space or something like yeah. that. So, yeah. But who knows? Mm-hmm. 
Ryan, All your right. game's already better than mine. Stop, stop doing this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's what's next? Shall I proclaim my judgment at this point? Yep, you've got to render your harsh judgment. <laughs> All right, um, you know these are both appealing pitches. Of course, the fact that neither of them has been play tested, I assume, means that I would expect them to fall apart the moment they hit the table. Um, totally. That is just how uh, game design is. But I will award um, my judgment to Ryan. Mm. Understandable. Yeah. Understandable. I, I think there's more potential in there in terms of the tile laying. I think Rick has some good ideas, but I there there just wasn't enough specificity there. And I think if he had said the ferret wheel, <laughs> yeah. he would have probably had a leg up on me. But that's yeah. fine. A pop. Paw up. Oh, paw up. So, Gil, thank you so much for coming on the show and for rendering your verdict that was fair. And, and teaching uh, us so much. That, yeah, yes. Yeah. I feel like I learned. I'm going to go back to my family and I'm going to tell them all we're the getting things a that ferret. I learned here. <laughs> Kids, They're the best getting... pets in the world. You won't regret it. So my brother, actually, my brother and sister-in-law actually had a ferret for probably a little over a year. They weren't home enough to really uh, oh. give him the attention he needed. Yeah, they do but need attention. Really, yeah, they, he was really cool when we interacted with him. Mm-hmm. He was a really cool ferret. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, so awesome. Gil, uh, let us know where can people find you on the internet? What is the best place to connect with Gil? Go to the American online? Ferret Society, and you can find his profile there. No. <laughs> <laughs> if only. No, uh, you can get me on Twitter, at Gil Hova, G-I-L-H-O-V-A, one L in Gil. Uh, you can find me on Facebook at Formal Ferret Games, and you can find me uh, on the web at FormalFerretGames.com. Awesome. Thank you so much, Gil. We're looking forward to checking out some more of your great work and uh, hopefully getting uh, getting a copy of Rival Networks when that comes out later this year. You guys check out all their great games at Formal Fair Games. The Networks is one of our family's favorites. So uh, thanks for joining us. And until next time, we will see you at the table. Media, where we all bring something to the table. Pull up a chair at punchboardmedia.com. <laughs> <laughs>